With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Winston L.S. Churchill. Welcome to an all-new installment of Churchill's Corner. It's uh, great to be here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, It's uh, certainly going to be a fantastic episode, and I am most pleased that that you're back, everyone's back here on the show for our second Installment. I, I was only planning on doing these uh, every so often, but uh, the demand was just so huge. I was so honored by the fact that so many people tuned into the program. And thank you very much for listening. That's great that uh, everyone is listening today. And we have some very important issues to cover. Uh, we'll have a special guest. We'll have the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Uh, Mr. Wilde will join us. Uh, he'll be with us in a, in a few moments there. We're waiting for him to call up. I will be discussing the aftermath of the last country presidential election, uh, what it means as we move ahead. And we'll be discussing uh, the war and some various issues we face here with Mr. Wilde as our country goes into the future and we chart a new, chart a new future for Britain as we all must work together in these trying times. Now, uh, while we're waiting for Mr. Wildey to talk in here, uh, we'll be taking some calls also from the audience if you'd like to listen in to the program uh, and participate. If you have a question to ask myself or, or the Prime Minister who is with us in a moment, uh, please feel free to call up either 347-308-8073 or if you're not in the States, don't want to pay that outrageous uh, fee to call up, then just by all means uh, press the mic button on the show page and you can talk on your microphone for free. And we would love to hear what you have to say. Okay? Uh, now while we're waiting for Mr. Waldy to appear on the soundboard, uh, we will talk a little bit about the last country presidential elections. Now, going in here, a lot of people counted out our candidate, uh, Craig Rossiter, saying, um, you know, Mr. Wolde has had two terms, he's popular, 90% of the people love him, he's going to win overwhelmingly. And we saw one of the closest elections in the history of not only Britain, but the entire E-world. Over 1,500 votes would cast total. And, and what happened? In the end of the day, it came down to three bloody votes, 704 to 701. If that is there's not a message, that every vote truly counts, I don't know what it is. This thing was a toss-up. It was exciting all day long. Nobody could say, people could say, uh, you know, I saw some of the various trolls saying, uh, well, he's going to win, it's a done deal. No one really knew until, until the polls closed because it was three votes at the end. It actually got to two a few minutes before, but um, it was very, very close. 
and it was certainly a very interesting list. Now, um, what does this mean now as we move ahead for the centre-right in the United Kingdom? An excellent question. Uh, what it means is that we have some more work to do, but we are headed in the right direction. We have seen uh, overall growth in the right-wing parties this, this uh, month, especially the UKRP, which has picked up nearly 120 net members now. Um, we have seen we have seen our congressional tally go from six to twelve. Right-wing parties now control 18 seats compared to 16. Astonishing. Um, and now in the country presidential race, the past few months, the right-wing candidate has been slaughtered. Even last month, when you had the three coalition parties we had this month, plus, RF, plus uh, RFA, so we had four parties instead of three, and, they, and the candidate lost by 18%. And our candidate lost by three votes. A huge turnaround. And it certainly numbers are a factor, but also the fact that what we're doing is coming out with a clear message. We're trying to re-energize the centre-right in this country and, and move away from um, what has been the trend of the past couple of months, which is TP dominance and the decline of our party, the decline of our principles, because e-Britons have fundamentally felt out of touch, and now we're changing that. All right, uh, why don't we bring on Mr. Waldy, the... Uh, Third term, uh, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Hello, sir. Congratulations on your third term. Hello, Mr. Wolby. Mr. Wolby, are you with us? Okay, I think we lost him there. This happened last time. He called up on another program, and uh, we had a sound issue. He called up, and it was fine then, so... Uh, we'll try to get him back on here in a minute. Uh, he will be with us shortly. Um, I see the sound of the board's already filling up with some callers. Um, I know you'll probably want to speak to the Prime Minister as well. I will try to get him online uh, in just a moment. This time it's not me. This time it is the, uh, the caller, not me. Uh, okay, we have Wolby on the line. Hello, can you hear us now? Can you hear me now, Wolby? Mr. Wolby. I, I hear someone breathing. I, I assume that's you. Hello. Mr. Wolby, are you with us? Okay, uh, he's having some mic issues, apparently. Why don't we bring on a caller in the meantime? We have a... Uh, we have a... Uh, uh, Joachim von Bremen, would you please lower your... Uh, please lower your uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you rickrolled me. I, uh, that is very impressive. Uh, anyway, while we're waiting for Mr. Waldy, why don't we continue to discuss the topic of the uh, elections. Now, as we move forward here, if you're a member of the UKRP, or if you're considering the UKRP, join up. Join our revolution. We are beginning a reformation in this country. And, you know, granted, Mr. Walden is a very nice fellow. Um, and what we were doing, we were just playing politics. And that's why I'm saying now that the election is over, we need to unite behind our prime minister and face the common enemies of this country. The time for politicking is, is past. The time now is for unity against the enemies of Britain because we need to bring victory to our country. That should be our number one priority. And we all must remember that. As we move forward, we must remember that before our partisan differences that separate us, Britain, or king and country, must always come first. And I hope that others agree with that. Um, but as we go ahead in the future, now granted, I give the Unity Party some credit here. Uh, Mr. Wall being a two-term incumbent, and... Um, with a, with a strong candidate. And that's why they have uh, retained the country presidency. I see him uh, back here on the, the call board. Let's hope that he can come on now. Uh, Wolby, this time is your microphone working. Oh. 
Hello, yes, yes, we, we hear you finally. Mr. Wilby. I well, heard you for a second there. I, I don't know what the deal is. Um, this is not good. It wasn't doing this the other day. I apologize for that. We're going to try to get him on here in a minute. Um, okay, anyway, if you want to load up the boards, you want to ask me a question, or if you want to wait for us to finally get Waldy's uh, connection working, 347-308-8073, or press the mic button on the show page if you want to talk on the program. Now, so as we move ahead in the future here, we're looking forward now to, we have a ways off until the Christmas congressionals and then the into the new year, the next country presidential race. That is a, a ways off. What we need to worry about now is the faulty president's race coming. Now, those of you in the UKRP uh, will probably see my article. If you haven't, I suggest you go to Churchill's Corner paper. Uh, vote it up. Subscribe to my paper. Leave me some positive remarks. Um, I announced my candidacy, and I made it pretty clear. When I took over this party, it was on a sharp decline. It was under indisputed DP dominance. And now what has happened, it has been an astonishing reversal. On every front, our party is successful. People try and say, well, this, this Churchill fellow, he's controversial. He's causing quite a controversy. He's shaking things up. We have to get rid of him if he's dangerous. That's exactly the kind of propaganda that people are going to put out there because they want to break the backbone of the right wing. They know by causing discontent and trouble in the UKRP, by far the largest right wing party, if they're able to succeed in this, they will fundamentally destroy the, con the conservative reformation movement in Britain. I say we, we can't allow this. And if we do allow this, then what's going to happen? If we allow this to occur, then well, everything we've worked for will be for nothing. There are actually members of the Communist Party and some other rogues in the country, and, and granted, I, I would hope that these people are few in number and would respect the sovereignty of the United Kingdom Reform Party, but there are people threatening to switch over the party to try and somehow alter the, the will of the members. And this sort of these sort of tactics are becoming of our enemies. These are sort of cheap things that the Americans do and other, other lowlifes. I say that Britain is better than that, and I say that people who, who buy into that, it's absolute rubbish. People can now go out there and read the articles. You can see the hatred that people spout. I, you know, I try to unite the right wing. I get called a Nazi or a racist or a bigot. I say the people who are the bigots are the ones who have no respect for a diversity of different viewpoints and opinions. And it is absolutely shameful that there are people like that within the country. This is supposed to be a nation of liberty. This is supposed to be a nation which respects, respects, differences in opinion, which respects political diversity. I see in the chat here that uh, Mr. George Norfolk is calling me a liar. What am I lying about? In fact, I have been nothing but honest with the people of Britain. When I ran to leave this party, I said I am a conservative candidate. I believe in a conservative restoration and conservative solutions to rebuilding our party, rebuilding our movement, and rebuilding our country. I have been nothing but honest on this matter. And yet there are people who say, well, Mr. Churchill, you're too radical. We need somebody who is more moderate. Well, that's what we had before I became party president. And the, 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 the mandate for the members is overwhelming. We simply must reject moderation. We must reject compromise. 
We must stick with our principles. Okay, um, well, we don't have Woldy back yet. I don't know what the deal with his microphone is. I'm trying to get him back on the line. But we do have Wasu, the uh, former party president of the UKRP. Uh, welcome to the program, Wasu. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Okay, good. Um, you said that you uh, hope that... Hello? You said that you don't like it when people have no respect, when people disagree with other people, yet you constantly... You're breaking up a little bit there. Uh, Sorry? I, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit there. You said you say I don't like when people disagree with other... Yes, go ahead. Yeah, you said um, when well, you're pretty much responsible for other people for um, disagreeing with other people, you, I find that quite critical that you say that because that's what you do, isn't it? You sit all day and you constantly harass and alienate the people who disagree with you. You do it in the party, I've seen it constantly, every single day. Um, so, you know, what do you say to that, you know? Yes, yes. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, you might want to fix your mic there. There are some issues, but I understood what you were saying. Uh, here's the problem with that, what you're saying. Now, there are some members in the party who are not my biggest fan. This, this is true. However, with that said, these people are few in numbers. And they weren't happy when I won in the first place. Now, the fact is, here's what a party president should be judged upon, and I think the people listening today would agree with me. Is the party president growing the party? Is he winning elections? Is he getting our message out there? Is it winning over e-Britons? And the answer is yes, yes, and yes. Now, are we alienating people in the process, in the process and, and making people angry? Yes. But these are the same people who wouldn't vote for us anyway. These are those on the far left who want to see the UKRP fail, who want to see uh, a right-wing party fail. And in terms of differences of opinion, I welcome that. I welcome uh, diversity and civil discourse. However, it gets to the point where people resort to downright uh, rebellion, to downright disrespect, to, to just thinking to an ungentlemanly manner. For instance, um, uh, Tony Evans, who is a, a currently an MP, he lied uh, and tried to make nice to me to get a, his seat in Parliament, and as soon as he got that seat, he went on and wrote all these articles calling me an effing bitch and other things like this. The sort of conduct which is unbecoming of a proper gentleman within our country and unbecoming of a, of, a, of a proper British citizen and a member of the UKRP. We should be able to civilly disagree with each other and be able to work together after elections happen. And unfortunately, that cannot happen with certain people's attitudes. And I would hope, sir, that you would agree that this sort of conduct from these people uh, is rather inappropriate and, and uncalled for. So I don't agree when people are childish about it. I always prefer intelligent discussion. But when we try to enter with intelligent discussion with you about it, all you do is you give us sort of thing like, oh, we're socialists or we're uh, crazy liberals or something. I mean, come on, grow up yourself. All right, sir. Thank you for that. Uh, well, let's see if we get Wolby on the line here. Um, Mr. Wolby, this is his fourth time at Charm. Uh, is it working this time? And Mr. Wolby, hello. Hello. Is it ah, finally, we got you on there. What was the uh, the problem? Hello. Okay, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Prime Minister Waldy. Uh, can you hear me all right? I can. Ah, great, great. Uh, I want to congratulations on your third term. Um, I want to uh, ask, what's, uh, what's in the future for E-Britain? What's on your agenda in uh, the coming days? It looks like we lost Mr. Waldy again. Um, I, oh my God, I don't know what the deal is with his horrible timing for the uh, for these sort of microphone issues. Uh, you guys heard him briefly. We're going to try to get him on again. Uh, he's calling back now. Okay, uh, is fifth time a charm now, Mr. Waldy? 
Hello. Hello. Yes, yes, I hear you better now. Fantastic. All right, welcome to the program. It keeps coming in. the problem with me. I don't know talking to you. Yes, that's real. Let's try to do the best we can here. Uh, well, welcome to the program. Um, we're glad to have you here. Yes. Uh, is there anything you would uh, like to say to the uh, eBritons listening tonight? Hello. Mr. Walden? Can you hear me? Hello. All right, I, I I don't know what is... I think Mr. Waldy needs a new microphone. Perhaps uh, someone should get him one. Uh, uh, this is uh, bloody crazy. Anyway, while well, we're waiting for Mr. Waldy to hopefully get this microphone issue resolved, uh, I want to reply to what uh, Walter said on there when he was on the program a few minutes ago. Uh, he was having some mic issues as well. I don't know what the deal is with that there. Perhaps they're not manufacturing good microphones. Uh, in in the United Kingdom, uh, maybe they need to make better ones. Um, maybe they're importing too many from China. That might be the issue. Uh, anyway, so um, in regards to what uh, Wasu was saying, I want to clear this point up and make it very uh, abundantly obvious. This is the most democratic party in the country. People said, uh, oh, Winston, he's after personal power. He's going to nominate himself for prime minister. He's all about taking over the country. Uh, he's uh, an American sympathizer. This is political propaganda. This is lies. These are lies. It is simply untrue. It is simply a strategy employed by people who are trying to cause harm and who are trying to do so in unfair and, quite honestly, uh, bizarre ways. What the truth is, in fact, is that I encourage civil discourse within the party. What I do not believe in is people who simply want to stir up trouble, who simply do not respect the fact that we can all disagree and still work together as a party. And there are people, albeit a small minority, who believe this. All right, in the meantime, while we're waiting to hopefully get a few minutes of uh, normal talking time with Mr. Waldy, let's put Kaiser Alex on the line. He is a uh, British expatriate. Hello, Kaiser Alex. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, maybe this is a server issue because now this is the third caller from from Britain who we're having an issue with. I don't know. Oh, this is horrible timing. Um Kyle, let's see that. Okay. Anyway, uh, while we're waiting to get this resolved, hopefully, you know, let me try. I'm going to try to refresh my switchboard. Maybe, maybe. Now, I don't know if the problems are on my end. It's so. It's it's the fact that there's a server issue. Um, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to hopefully be able to refresh the switchboard, and we will not have these problems anymore. Um, yeah, that's true. The first call works perfectly. I don't know if it's on my end. Let's try to bring... Hello, Kaiser Alex. No, okay. Anyway, while we're waiting to hopefully get this call, if you want to call in and see if this is a, a server issue or if it's uh, something else, 347-308-8073 or press the mic button on the show page to call uh, to talk in the air. We would love to have you. Now, in the meantime... Um, 
We're going to Worthy's going to try again in another five minutes or so. Hopefully, we'll get him for the last half an hour. So stick around. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, the problem will be resolved by then. You know, I'm going to try to shut down my switchboard here for a second, and uh, we will get this issue fixed momentarily. I apologize for that. Um, I don't know if it's me there. I think it might be them. Anyway, so back to what we were discussing before. The issue of civil disagreement and, and political discourse. Now, let me make a perfect example here. Mr. Waldy and I have some serious policy differences, which we hope to get a chance to discuss tonight if this works. Um, his party is, uh, is outly out socialist. Uh, they are about to be socialists. I happen to disagree with many of those philosophies. However, while I disagree with the certain philosophies and certain policies that are put into practice, that does not mean we can't respect each other. I think he's a fine chap, and we get along just fine. But there are people who simply cannot separate what are personal issues and what are Issues that involve more than that. Issues that are a matter of state, that are a matter of, of country. And you have to be able to separate the two. Because if you allow your personal beliefs to cloud how you view issues ideologically, that's crossing a fine line. We should be able to say, you know what, I disagree with you, sir. Here is why. But you know what, I still respect you despite the fact that we disagree on X issue or Y issue. And unfortunately, the way that matters are in this country now, there are many people who simply do not respect the rights of those to, to simply disagree. The rights of citizens of this country to have their own viewpoints, to be able to make their own decisions. That's why people should respect the sovereignty of parties. That's why members within a party should be able to disagree with each other. And after you're done slugging it out to see who's in charge, to see what the policies of that party are going to be, after you're done doing that, you should be able to say, you know what? We're all members of this party. We're all here for our reason. And despite our personal differences, despite our differences on matters of style, on matters of how we should go about uh, governing our party, on how we should go about dealing with other parties and dealing with the issues that face our nation, despite that, we can disagree. And we can still come together. Now, when it results to hate attacks, when it results to vicious attacks, as, as some that have been leveled against me and my leadership, this is over the line, and I think these tactics are frankly cheap and low. I think we fixed the sound issue. Uh, if we can hear Wasu properly, then I believe it'll be fixed. Hello, Wasu. Hello again. Yes, we fixed the sound issue. So, Waldy, we'll, if you're listening, call up. The sound issue is resolved, and uh, all is well. Uh, go ahead, Watson. Right, yeah, I was just going to say, um, you talked about policies. I thought I'd ask you what your specific policies are for the UK, and uh, how you're going to go your um, the revolution. Yes. Well, when I say a revolution, I mean a revolution of... When when the UKRP and its allies take over, we will not allow corrupt individuals in the government. Um, we will not allow the source of xenophobia that exists. Our country is hurt by the fact that we only allow, you talk about policy issues, we only allow certain people in the country, a very small amount, and we allow hundreds of citizen ap applications to sit there and ultimately expire. This is wrong to allow citizenship approvals to go to waste, to, have, to be overly paranoid. To be openly paranoid is a negative. It is not a positive. And 
you know, I, I think we should not have corrupt individuals in the government. You know, while I, I supported Craig and his candidacy, I agree, disagreed with some of the people he had chosen. For instance, GLaDOS. GLaDOS, GLaDOS is the poster boy for fail in the United Kingdom. He is why people look at the UK and they laugh at us, because he's an idiot. And when we have a bloody moron like that, uh, it's hurt our image. So that's why I believe we need a sort of reformation, a sort of uh, new direction for our movement, our party, and our country. And that's why I have taken the steps that I have, and I believe they've been successful so far. Okay, but as a party leader, don't you think that you should have some sort of thing? Just to get a same thing, anything. That's the moment you've seen our forum, and it's dead, to be, to be honest. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is dead. And, and during my second term and in the next few days, I will launch. I will launch a massive campaign to get people more involved. Are you assuming now, straight away that you're going to win this election? However, without even the election taking place. And I believe we should try to do that. And it is essential for our party and our, uh, and, and and its well-being. Now, let's see if we can get Kaiser Alex on here. Kaiser Alex, can you hear me? No, we can't. Okay. Uh, Kaiser, I was hung up, or right, Wasu, I'll let you get another comment in here. So tell me, Wasu, what, tell me exactly what do you disagree with? What am I doing so wrong as party president? If we are being successful, why, what is so wrong with that? Well, right, okay, I've never ever disagreed with the fact that we're good at recruiting. Um, I don't disagree with your success there, and I'm glad, to be honest, that you joined in that respect. But as a party president, you are so, it's the way you are, you're so on a high horse, and you're just so arrogant, and politically, I, I don't know, uh, you know, um, I can't respect you or trust you at all, which is why I removed the party funds, an issue we've been over before, um, you know, well, you know, the problem is, though, the members chosen overwhelmingly. And once the election is over, I believe, sir, you should respect the will of the party members. I believe in democracy, and I believe in popular sovereignty. Uh, Kaiser, Alex, can you finally hear me? Okay, Kaiser, Alex cannot hear me. Anyway, so, uh, Mr. Waldy, if you're listening, try to call up again. Uh, it should work now. Uh, Wasu, you say that... Um, you defend these actions, but what you essentially did was say, I don't respect the will of our members. Now, the members do not just consist of a handful of elites. Now, while I agree that standing, that, um, I agree, though, that being informed is a matter of importance, but, for instance, uh, my main adversary in this election um, is somebody who, while he posts in the forums at times, what else has he done for the party? Right. Okay, he's been but a member for a while. Let's just meet. If he hasn't actually done anything, what has he done? Why does he deserve to be party president? What will he do better? Or will we simply settle back to that decline that we were in uh, three and a half weeks ago? We've learned our lesson now. Um, we know uh, that the key to recruiting, as we find out from you, is to sit there and say, PMs to everyone. We didn't do this in the past. We decided to focus on trying to do policy, um, which, well, we didn't create because you took over. I think Raziel would be good to um, carry on, but take over. Raziel well, doesn't seem to have that much time to do that. I have been at university, and so I have had enough time to uh, effectively lead the party. Now, uh, you know, is Brazil going to continue this uh, effective recruitment policy? Is he going to be able to manage the party to an extent that he'll hold these town hall meetings, he'll hold these podcasts, he'll hold conferences in IRC, he will have constant communications with scores and hundreds of members, and make sure everybody feels important. Now, is he going to be able to have the same sort of connection to the members that, that I believe I have established? Because that's not easy to have. It's not easy to build up a rapport with hundreds of members and if something is not broke, why fix it when things seem to be going fine the way they are? If we were failing, perhaps, at the ballot box, then perhaps so. But you say, for instance, that uh, uh, you, you and some others might say, well, nobody likes uh, Winston Ellis Churchill. 
well, if nobody likes me, then why are so many people behind our cause? Why are so many Britons inspired by the way we are going about things, by the revolution, by the reformation that I have started to push? Why are so many seemingly hopping on this, this train? Well, you know, you you say about this nice little reformation and everything, but to be honest, it's all, you know, it's a bit of rhetoric, isn't it? You you haven't really done that much. All you've done is PM everyone and drop them from the and vote them. Yeah, that's what you should be doing as party president, and that's what every party president should do, members. but there's, is, there's just something that you're lacking, and that's... Well, you can look that up for yourself. Now, what what am I lacking? Tell me, what am I not doing right? If you want to say that, well, you have what to you're be not doing right. Yes. What well, what you're not doing right is you come into the party and I expect to out everyone who's done work for the party. I don't know how long. Now, yes, maybe you weren't all, in your opinion, completely, you know, com- uh, competent at our jobs, I guess you could say, but what you have done is you've traded the people in the party who can actually have the interest and the enthusiasm to um, do policy and to help the uh, party go forward in that sense, uh, working with other parties and stuff like that, and you've replaced the people who actually don't work for the party for the work of the people who really well, we'll just easily get swayed by PMs. Some people don't because I don't quite believe that's as respectful as it should be. Yes, but you see, so you your, what you're judging it on is the fact that you well, and a handful of others somehow, from the very beginning, have been opposed to my administration and have simply not even given it a chance. You know, when you imme- basically immediately well, confiscated the funds, for instance, and and. So you distrusted me from the beginning, despite the fact that... Yeah, we distrusted you from the beginning because we have heard of you before. Uh, I'm, here to, I'm here to lead the party and to lead our movement. I'm not here for any sort of personal vendetta, personal endeavors. I am here because I enjoy the world of politics, and I enjoy um, inspiring people and getting our country uh, moving again on the right track. And I believe that people are, that message is resonating. Now, you say it's, it's just PMing and getting people, you know, rhetoric and what's not. That's not, that's not what it is. It is not simply that. The amount of change we have seen is not simply reflected by 150, 120 new members. Um, the amount of change we see is reflected in the fact that our country is beginning to realize that we need to return the power to the people. We need to root out some of these corrupt individuals. What we need to do is to work together. And, you know, you just don't seem to be wanting to work with me. If I were to win a second term, what would change me You know, I, I appointed you as vice president because I valued your input. And in return, you, you show me no benefit for doubt. You immediately distrust her. I subscribe to the philosophy that unless somebody gives you a reason not to trust them, a good reason not to trust them, that they deserve your, your trust and your confidence, sir. And so I, I, I reject that sort of line of thinking. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to put you off on the hold for a second here just because uh, we have Lord Justice, my best friend forever on the line. Hello there, LJ. Lord Justice, hello. Okay. We don't have Lord Justice on the line, so forget that. Um, uh, Waldy, try to call up again if you can. We'll try and get you back on. But anyway, Wasu, do you see what I'm saying? The fact that when you immediately distrust somebody and give somebody no benefit of the yeah. doubt, yeah, you know, you might okay. you might say, for instance, you might you might say, for instance, that I should have waited longer and, and waited my turn to be party president. Well, it's not a matter of waiting your turn if if that is what you would have believed. It's a matter of who is the best leader. Period. That should be the only consideration. Trust you. Well, as soon as you, well, you, but before, you didn't, you didn't tell anyone who you really were. Not you can say that it doesn't matter. But it does matter, especially with your reputation and what you've, you've allegedly done in the past. I haven't looked into it, which is my interest in that type of thing. 
but I'm sorry, repeat that? Well, yeah, so, um, if you said we didn't give you a reason not to discuss with you, of course you did. You didn't tell us you were A.J. Bruno when you were running for party president. You didn't mention well, that at all. See, no, 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 here's the, here's another. The, the question of whether or not I am this A.J. Bruno fellow is irrelevant. It has nothing to do with the character of Winston Ellis. It is Ellis relevant because you've got... What does, what does no, a, a, a late uh, a leader, um, who has since passed away, uh, what does he have to do with, with, with what's going on now? Well, it's, if it's the same person, you know, if, you know, you can't completely divide uh, real, the real world, the real you, from your public queue. You're not completely playing that. You know, you, you can't just say, oh, it's a different fan, it's a completely different person. I, I will say, my I will mind say. And everything. The issue of this, this A.J. Bruno fellow, and I'll, and I'll say this on the matter, um, first of all, I believe it is irrelevant. Second of all, even if it were relevant, the things said about him have been absolutely cruel and biased. Mr. Bruno was persecuted by the Americans for being a conservative and a, and a reformist there, uh, much like I am trying to be. His party was PTO'd, and he was PTO'd again when he fled with some of his supporters to South Africa, simply seeking a home, simply seeking a place where they could uh, make their own way, and for those people to be villainized, for simply having a disagreement, a difference of opinion, is absolutely wrong. Here. And I believe it's that in person we should not make that mistake and we should be tolerant regardless of viewpoints. While we can make the ideological arguments on different issues, we should still be able to respect each other and disagree at the same time. Okay. What about then the uh, that you were banned on a multi-account and now that surely will make a bit of suspicion of you then. Right. I would not say that. First of all, I think this... Uh, you wouldn't say that. So you've been what you well, about this A.J. Bruno? A.J. Bruno has been dead for almost two months. Um, I don't believe this is a relevant ban, issue. Ban, if ban. you as the former party president believe that A.J. Bruno is somehow the most important issue we face in Britain, uh, I think your priorities are quite warped. Let's talk about what we can do for the UKRP. Let's talk about what we can do for Britain. Those are the only issues that matter. Right, sure, okay. We can talk about the choices for the UKRP. Earlier on IRC, I asked you about this. Uh, about you bringing up stuff for us to debate. And, um, you haven't, have you? All you've done is leave a party with your cronies. Oh, my cronies. Uh, let's see. I have a total of about three or four friends in the country. Everybody else are people who've lived in East Britain and people I have come to become friends with through getting to know them. There are very few people who I had known prior in this country. This is not a PTO, as some people have tried to say, or some people, uh, the uh, Mr. Lemuel Gengulfus guy, he wrote an article calling me an American spy. Let me get this clear. I despise the Americans. The tactics that the Americans use are low, and I believe we should need to defeat them. I, am, I have never sympathized with the Americans. I never will. In fact, I am the most outspoken adversary of them and their, their sinister policies in the, in the world. Right, well, I don't disagree, to be honest. Like, in many ways, I do agree with you on many things. Um, and, as I said, as I said to you today, I always tried to be um, on the fence, and I tried not to go on the, on the bandwagon against you. And for these type of reasons, you know, I don't believe in the childish, the way it descends rapidly into childish things, like, accusing you of things, that there's evidence for when we're asking this. Again, yeah. there is evidence for you know, you've, you've got to admit that everybody else is listening, and you've got to admit that people are going to be absolutely responsible that. And if you've been run out of treatment on that, you've got to admit that that is a valid reason for people to be um, suspicious of you. Well, look. People can be suspicious, but I believe they should judge them by their 
actions and not their words. Um, Rossu, you have some mic issues. You should probably resolve those. Uh, you're breaking up a lot. We have a caller from Pennsylvania Colony. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello, so who am I speaking? This is Lord Justice, actually. Oh, this is Lord Justice. Uh, how are things in, in uh, Pennsylvania Colony? Well, actually, I'm calling you on my Skype line. I'm actually in London right now. Oh, you are. But you're on yes. a 215 area code. Yes, that's because I am originally from Pennsylvania. Oh, of course, of course. Now, I know you are my biggest fan, sir. Is that correct? Uh, <laughs> you might say that. Now, tell me your, your beef with me, because um, it seems to be a, a bordering on vile hatred. Well, um, I wouldn't say it's hatred, but um, I have several issues. I mean, beginning with the most mundane, the fact that this is, you can't even speak with your regular accent. Now, I mean, I've lived in the UK, I've lived in the real UK, and I still speak with my American accent. I don't try and be something that I'm not. All right, but moving on to more substantive issues, um, you come to this party after being in the UK for less than a month, and you win by basically PMing a bunch of two-clickers, um, people who, generally speaking, aren't very engaged, and then you start claiming that you have this mandate, which everyone knows doesn't really exist. All right, very, very few people in EREP can actually ever claim to have a mandate, given that most people know abs have absolutely no idea what goes on in the actual running of parties or countries. And... Not only that, you, you, you act like this, you, you refer to it as your party, a party that you didn't build, a party that's been around long before you were around here, and you now act as if it's all yours, when in fact, regardless of whether or not it was at its height or not when you were brought to it, it was a party with a lot of history and with a lot of people who put a lot of time into it. And, you know, for you to come in here with, you know, these ideas and then to essentially sully the reputation of the party by making um, rather um, racist statements in many instances and using it as a platform to then sort of promote your own sort of um, unusual worldview is incorrect. And quite frankly, it's not something that I feel is something that should even be in the game. And quite frankly, I don't feel that you represent what the UKRP well, is really about. Let me reply to that. First, one of the first matters, um, in the issue of uh, using an accent, regardless of how I really sound, it doesn't really matter because I'm trying to play a character and having a little fun. It is a game after all. Let's have some fun with it. Um, now, you, you refer to the people who I had, uh, you know, I got to vote for me as two clickers. Now, there are various levels of activity within the game, and I don't believe that uh, using such a derogatory term is quite fair. Some people just simply do not have the time to be able to participate as actively as others. There's nothing wrong with that. And there are people across all levels of activity who would support me. I won a strong mandate by a better than two-to-one margin, a big victory for a virtual unknown. Now, uh, my opponent simply left the party in the middle of the election and, and was a sore loser. You know, I, mean, I think that speaks for his character. I would have stuck around because I believe in this party. I believe in this cause. Now, um, you've put in a rather vile term as well that I also respond to, uh, referring to me as a racist and an, having an unusual worldview. I am not a racist, okay? You uh, and some others have called me a racist because of my perception on Islam. I simply believe that Islam, and I'm not saying all Muslims because it's not true about all Muslims, but the religion of Islam itself teaches hate and intolerance. And it is incompatible with Western societies when they come in and they want to say, we're going to, uh, we want Sharia law, and you're going to accept it. And we're going to keep immigrating, and we're going to keep reproducing at fast rates until we get our Sharia law, until we get an Islamic Europe and an Islamic West. This has nothing to do with the game. However, I am open about my personal viewpoints, and it is not racist, sir. And for you to judge me on that, I believe it's is quite part wrong of the game. This is why you're unacceptable to the majority of the people in the EUK. This is a game where religion should not come into it at all. And you're sitting here and you're advocating 
you know, religious views in a game without religion, you've not only done that, you've made statements on IRC regarding slavery, regarding history, regarding a whole host of things outside of Islam, which have no place in this game. And it's against what the vast majority of the members of the UKRP believe. This is why so many people find you offensive and, quite frankly, vile. Excuse me. Now, once again, you are misstating the facts. I do not agree with slavery. I think slavery is vile. I have said this before. What I have said and what people have accused me of is supporting slavery for simply honoring the memory of Jefferson Davis. I honor the memory of many men. I respect uh, people who yeah, I will wrote an article about they had, Jefferson Davis. Does that mean we cannot respect the good things that were done? No, it doesn't mean we agree with everything. But it does mean that we looked at history from an objective perspective. Perhaps you're not a big history buff. But if I have to hold that from multiple angles, I believe that's a fair way to do it. Now, once again, I do not bring real life into the game. What you are doing is bringing my real life use into the game. On IRC and on the forum, sometimes... I only real life use from the game, Winston. The fact is, what works in terms of game mechanics? What do the people of the EUK believe? And simply, they, they tend to agree that we're on the right track that we need some sort of reform and some sort of change. And like I said, there are those within the country, like Mr. Woldy. I disagree with some of his policies, but he's a nice chap. We get along. I don't know why you and I can't have the same sort of reform. Um, we can't have that same type of rapport because you make your real-life views known in the game. And I quite frankly find your views offensive. And I find that they should have no bearing in the game. You shouldn't even be advocating them. And um, most people, because you advocate these views, have a very low opinion of you. Yeah. You know, you, see, I, I'm actually looking at your article here now. And you, see, you are in the minority. That's a, you have been against me since day one. You have, first of all, you don't do anything for the party. And you claim to care about the party. And yet you make all these attacks against me. Well, what you know, you claim that I haven't done anything for the party when you've only been in the UK about a month. <laughs> you have, that's a pretty sweeping statement when you have no idea what I've done. It's more like, it's more like two months. Uh, hold on, hold on for one second there. I'm going to try to see if we can get Mr. Woldy on. Mr. Woldy, does it work now? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes? Hello? Okay, I... I Hello, yes, we finally have you on. It's the last eight minutes of the show, but we finally have you on the program. Are you there? Mr. Woldy? All right, uh, sorry about that. Uh, we'll bring Lord Justice back on because, Mr. Woldy, it's just not working out today. I apologize for that. We'll try to get him on a different day when hopefully his microphone is not having these sorts of uh, difficulties. Uh, I apologize for that again. Anyway, so back to the issue we were just discussing. Now, um, so I'm glossing over what you're writing here now, and basically what you're saying is pure rhetoric. You are not saying why I'm failing as <laughs> president. You're saying oh, that I'm a super left wing and that I simply uh, don't deserve to be the party, and you, you say that I am, uh, 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 you know, I was a banned multi-accounter, which, first of all, you have no proof of. Second of all, everyone deserves another chance, and I've come to Britain here to try to help the people of this country and to try to make my mark in the e-world. Is there something wrong with that? Is there something wrong with, ha with having a noble e-dream? Is that, is that so bad, Lord Justice? Are you against uh, people fulfilling their personal aspirations in the game? Um, when those aspirations run counter to the aspirations and views of the vast majority of people, yes. The vast majority. Well, how do you explain the fact that I won by better than two to one? And, and barring... Oh. A massive PTO. Um, I believe the members of the party, and I, I hope they will, give me the confidence to, to serve a second term. And simply people okay. will look at the facts and say, well, I'm reading what the people are saying about Mr. Churchill, but then I'm looking at the success we've had over the past month. And I think people will come up with the objective conclusion, why fix it if it's not broke? Just because someone says it's broke does not mean it is. Well, I'd say the number of people who now have a very low opinion of the UKRP is something that is broke. And second of all, regarding your election, you ran against UK's finest, and he didn't exactly run a real campaign. He just sort of thought that the position would be handed to him, and he didn't really do much to it, whereas you PM'd a bunch of people and ran a bunch of advertisements. 
Now, of course, people can claim that this is a democratic mandate and stuff, but most people who've been around this game know that democracy is rather overrated in this game, and it's a very, very difficult thing to say what exactly people were thinking when they clicked for one person over another. So I would, if you want to talk about rhetoric, I think that you've been the one who's spewing quite a bit of rhetoric when you sit up here and claim this mandate and that people agree with you, when the fact of the matter is that you got some two-clicker votes, whereas the vast majority of articles and the people who are active in this game cannot stand you. And that's not just in the EUK. That's in South Africa. That's in the U.S. And that's pretty much oh, everywhere well, you've went. Yes. Well, maybe, maybe those people, because they happen to, maybe you happen to agree with the fact. And by the way, I saw Hassan called up. Uh, Hassan, why don't you call back up? We'll try to get you on the last few minutes. I was going to put you on in a moment, but you hung up. But uh, call back, and we'll get you on the show. Um, what you're saying there, it has no bearing whatsoever. First of all, the people who, are, who disagree with me are the elites. Um, and second of all, we have to move on, but I think the people could get a sense of the kind of hatred and, and rhetoric that you have there. And Hassan, uh, call back. I just saw you pop on and pop on again, off again. If you want to be on the show, uh, call back on. But basically, to you, Lord Justice, what you're saying is that what the elite believe is more important than what the people believe. I don't believe that. Um, all right, Mr. Waldy, uh, does it work this time? No. Uh, Hassan, are you there, Hassan? Hello. Hello, Hassan. Uh, welcome to the show. Another, another good oh. friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a great friend of yours. Uh, basically, I just came to troll to say you're a massive dick fuck, and uh, you got out of the UK, basically. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Lovely language there. So, Lord Justice, tell me, is that the sort of conduct you approve of? So the people who know what's best for the UK are the ones who come on here, and instead of having a, a civil civil debate with me, they say, you're a massive dis dick fuck. Is, is that uh, something that shows well of the people who uh, you say oppose me? Well, AJ, when you go on and make comments, when your comments among articles is fail, and that's where you, that's really the majority of your comments are yeah, fail yeah, everywhere. Um, if an article is truly fail, and where it's that not they're worse than you. That's all. It's for the rules. But if it requires a response, I will give a response. Well, I'd say that, quite frankly, you haven't really shown much of a response. You give a bunch of, you know, idiotic comments, most cases, and you don't really give any analysis but to back up what you say. So it's rather hard to have an in-depth conversation with you. It's not so much hard to have an in-depth conversation with me. You've never tried to have an in-depth conversation with me. From the moment you've realized that I was present in Britain, you have given me no chance whatsoever, and you have been against me from the start. And... You know, I mean, you think you think someone could somehow do better than what we're doing now? Well, if if I had never, okay, let's say let's say this, had I never come to Britain and UK's finest took over, would the party be where it is now, or would we be perhaps in the three hundreds? And would TUP be by far the dominant, undisputed power in the country? Is that something you'd prefer? Well, if it means not electing someone who I find to be racist and offensive, then yes. Uh, racist, yes, of course. Uh, racist, so opposing uh, fundamentalist Islam and Shia Oh, it's Islam not just Islam. You know, see, this is the problem with you. You, you. you point out Islam, but it's far more than that. You know, your statements on European history and stuff are quite frankly racist. Oh, uh, like what? Give me, give me, a, give me a statement. Oh, well, like you said, that no history matters other than European history and, you know, well, things of that nature. It is fact that the countries that surround the Mediterranean, be it Europe, part of the Middle East and North Africa, 90% of relevant important history until modern times occurred in that region. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fact that you have perhaps China, Japan, some things in the Americas. I mean, really, there's not a whole lot else. Um. That's what you've read. That's not exactly what history says. Until a few hundred years ago, that, that's what basically where most of history and most of the progress in the development of humanity and, and all civilization took place. Um, I'd say that Asian history goes far back further than a few hundred years, for one. The same goes if you look at South America and the various native tribes that were there. Um, and then, not to mention, Africa had quite a bit of history going back before then. Yes, but what is important about the history when it is simply 
when it is simply well, you know, it's right. what you determine is important, quite frankly, and what you determine is important is quite frankly not what most people would else would say is important. Yeah. Well, that is your opinion, sir. Your type of sir. I just happen to agree, you know disagree with you and think that what the people want is honesty. I have been honest about who I am uh, in game and out of game. I keep the two separate. It's unfortunate you can't. Uh, we're running out of time here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for calling. I'm sorry we couldn't get to Woldy on the show. We'll have another show, and hopefully his microphone will work this time and not have seven malfunctions. At least we know it was not me. It was Woldy. So you can blame that one on him. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Uh, tonight, uh, A.J. Bruno is having a show. Uh, it's going to be at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, so it'll be late for you, Brits, but you can listen to it podcasted. Listen to any of his shows podcasted. Listen to Churchill's Corner. We'll have a new episode in the future. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's been fun. From now on, this is Winston Ellis Churchill. I'm out. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.